What was that movie you were watching with your mom? Oh, The Fault in Our Stars. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, it's pretty that good. Was... Yeah. Cancer, am I right? <laughs> I know. It, it is a little sad, but at the same time, it is... At least it has a happy ending. Yeah, that's true. Spoiler. No, wait. (laughs) What? It didn't have a happy ending. I don't know. They got... They kind of got what they wanted. They went to... Spoiler again. They went to Amsterdam. They had a relation... Somewhat of a relationship. I think they got a lot more than what they thought they were going to get, so... Yeah, that's true. At least that's, they have that. that's a very positive way to look at that movie. Yeah. I kind of try to look at it like that. <laughs> Otherwise, I just get so sad. It's weird about... Not weird. But, like... There are the two outcasts... In, the, like, the cancer awareness group. Or, not cancer awareness group. The... <laughs> Uh, group therapy type group. Yeah. Where they all had cancer. They are the two outcasts. Like, even when it comes to cancers, there's always an outcast. So <laughs> <laughs> it's a weirdo or two. Like, they can't just be like the normal cancer patients, you know? You gotta... Like, I guess, like, they see the normal cancer patients as, like, Ugh, I got cancer. My life was terrible. Ugh, mm-hmm. ugh, so sad. Which it is. But then they're like, here's the fun, loving cancer people that we could make a movie about. <laughs> and they're all like quirky and, you know, fun. <laughs> Making the <laughs> but, most of it. <laughs> yeah. You can't make a movie about a depressed cancer patient, I suppose. Well, I guess you could. You could. There probably is one out there. My Sister's Keeper. That one's raging on the really depression part. Uh, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, don't watch it. I just, I just wonder like how true to real cancer group therapy sessions that that movie comes to. Where is there usually a quirky one, or are they all depressed, or are they all like I I've heard that cancer patients. Have a ve- can get a very dark sense of humor, which makes sense. Well, yeah. I think a lot of people with illness can develop some sort of dark sense of humor, which is funny because usually when you hear someone like tell a cancer joke or something, it's someone that doesn't have cancer that knows someone with cancer that complains, but it's not the actual cancer patient. Yeah. And I have no proof of that <laughs> and it, but it sounds right to me sounds right and i'm gonna stick with it for now <laughs> yeah you do get a family member or a loved one or just a friend who sometimes are like yeah guys my friend has cancer <laughs> you should you should let this one slide because I'm struggling right now. I'm struggling yeah. through all the depression, and you're like, "Uh, is it your friend, the one with cancer, and struggling through it?" You don't well, know. Well, they can man. struggle too. Yeah, that's true. 
people get very selfish when other people get illnesses. They get mm-hmm. they get all sad. Yeah. Like they get permission to be sad and whatnot. <laughs> and like the people that are have the illness have to like cheer them up now. It's like their job now, and it's just like, what is weird? If humans are weird, <laughs> <laughs> I think I just, humans are selfish. Yeah, like the whole like. Oh, suicide is selfish, and it's like, well, aren't you selfish for saying that? Yeah, there you go. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like... Because they didn't consider their feelings and why they wanted to do it. Because they right. don't know what's going on in their lives. Like, how dare you make me feel this way? Mm-hmm. Oh, like, in a sense. Yeah. I'm a doctor. I know this stuff. <laughs> I'm a qualified... I have a doctorate in a... <laughs> Podcast. It's got an MD, people. It's official. Look at Jasmine has her has her master's degree. <laughs> <laughs> Quinn's is still trying to pass uh podcast one oh one, but he'll get there. Yeah, he'll get there. He's... He'll never leave school. <laughs> I know, right? He said he's he has like two more months and then <laughs> he said something about a summer program as well, getting more credits. He Crazy. says that every summer. Every summer yeah. there's like a week where he's like, Hey, I'm I'm not going to be busy, so why don't we make YouTube videos all day and do all sorts of, makes all these plans, but then he ends up either doing a class or something, or has free time but doesn't do anything. And not that there's something wrong with Quinn. Well, I mean, I guess there is. <laughs> but... Like, that's pretty, like, human of him, I'd say. Like, the podcast is really the only thing he has going, and that's only because we push on him. Mm. We motivate him to keep active and head straight, you know, kind of thing. Not only that, I'm like, we're doing, can, we, can you do the podcast today? Mm-hmm. And he, and he, he's actually good about being like, yes, I can. If he can, he will do it, I, I think. <laughs> Usually he has an excuse if he can't. Yeah. So I don't know. This this is what's good about sliders. We can just trash talk Quinn, the other po- <laughs> the other co-hosts, when yep. they're not around because they didn't show up. That's our little venting corner. Mm-hmm. Quinn did say I did ask him a couple of days ago, and he said he maybe could do it on Saturday. Yesterday was Saturday. I couldn't do it yesterday, so I didn't even bother. No one. A- he didn't even text me to ask if we were doing it. So oh. I figured I'd ask today, but he hasn't responded. Oh. He's hanging out with it. It's Mother's Day. I think he's. Yes, it is. Did you see his Instagram post? Oh no, I haven't followed of, him on of Instagram. him and his mom. No. Yeah. It's a very nice photo. She's Aww. she's very like when he said she was a hairstylist, like yeah, I believed him. But Ooh. now that I've seen a picture of her in her hairstyle, I'm like, damn, that is a hairstylist. She's got her haircut on point. Yeah. I even wrote that in the comments. I hope Quinn tells her I said that. Yeah. Yeah. Why is he complaining about when she cuts his hair then? Because she probably does messes it up on purpose because it's funny. <laughs> I got my <laughs> hair all did up, but right. my son, he, he's got to earn it. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. 
You gotta work for it, quit. I'm not gonna give you frosted tips unless you deserve these frosted tips. <laughs> Quinn could have frost. I think Quinn could have frosted tips. He could, yeah, he could pull off the whole flex blonde thing going on. Yeah, it's a very like Californian. Yeah, it is. Yeah, like it is. Th- like beach. Mm-hmm. Kind of reminds me of, like a beach. Point break. What? Point break. Eh. Swayze. Swayze and Reeves. Uh, Seven dudes. I haven't seen it. <laughs> I've seen oh, Roadhouse. No. Uh, oh, that's the movie that I need to watch. You haven't seen Roadhouse? No, I've heard it's really good. Well, let's not get carried away. <laughs> oh, no, you don't think so? I mean, it's fine. Yeah. There's that famous scene, that fighting scene, where he's like, yeah, I used to fuck guys like you in prison or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> in Point Break or Roadhouse? No, 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 Roadhouse. Ah, uh, okay. Mm. But that one guy, and he's like grabbing him from behind on the neck, and his sways, he's just like struggling. But then, he, like elbows him in the chest. I saw that scene. Just the only scene I've seen of that movie. Well, we sh- you wanted to talk about Avengers. So yeah, I think I, we, yeah, we should have an update. Or we did originally talk about this, but Jasmine wasn't on the podcast back then, so she didn't get her say. But basically, <laughs> I saw Age of Ultron, t- Avengers two, in theaters back in two thousand fifteen, and when I got back the next podcast, I complained about it, but also said it was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> How I was with Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was, f- I think I enjoyed it more than, like, my, like, Marvel friends. They were like, oh, it wasn't as good as the first. And I was like, I thought it was, like, as good as the first. I didn't think there was, like, like, I couldn't pick a better one, but I'm guessing the first one's better because of, like, character stuff that I just flew past me. Mm, I don't know. But anyway. Age of Ultron. Yeah, these Avengers think they're so cool. (laughs) (laughs) And they're just... Jasmine, is this one of your favorite movies? Oh, no. God, no. It's not one of my favorites. I thought it was okay. I thought it was better than the first one, but that's... Oh, really? You thought it it was better than the first one? Yeah, I got bored in the first one. (laughs) Wow. Did you see it in theaters? No, I didn't. I had the uh, opportunity to, but that's a whole other bucket of fish. Oh, yeah. Good thing we don't, we don't have a podcast where we tell stories that you could tell that story on. <laughs> it's a very long Okay, story. you don't want to tell it. I understand. You don't okay. like Thor or something. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's something All right. else. So, Avengers... Age of Ultron, I feel like I can talk spoilers here, because I remember when I originally talked about it, I was very like, spoilers, guys, spoilers, <laughs> spoilers, but I had to, to complain, but now it's just, you probably seen everyone's probably seen it by now, yeah. or if you're not going to see it by now, you have, you're not going to see it. So Age of Ultron's about this dude named Ultron, <laughs> and he does not like Earth. Is that fair to say? Yeah, that's fair to say, because he's just like, well, yeah, 
and destroy human race. <laughs> right. Like, in the first Avengers, like, it was Thor's brother coming to attack Earth, and, like, Thor had to get involved because he, he didn't want his planet to get a bad name, I guess. I don't know. I don't know why Thor comes to Earth. To be honest, yeah, I, you know, Asgard. It looks like an amazing place, and I'm just like, why would you want to come to boring Earth? <laughs> <laughs> so, Thor, yeah, he's in this movie. If you didn't know, <laughs> spoiler. <laughs> and, and so, Ultron is just mad at the Avengers because they're trying to stop him. But Avengers are getting, like, snooty. They're getting, like, think they're better than everybody because of Avengers and whatnot. And they're, like, partying and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So Iron Man is like, there's no way we can take on this Ultron guy. And he's like, I better prepare. I'm going to put my little Jarvis system that I have in my Iron Man suit, but I'll just put it in some sort of robotic thing, which becomes a hero called Vision, I guess, which is yeah. a terrible name for one of the, for, for a superhero that basically saves Earth, because <laughs> the Avengers couldn't do it. <laughs> so <New> Vision. <laughs> so, Iron Man's like, I gotta get this Jarvis in the system, I need some help, I'm gonna talk to Dr. Bannon, I think his name is. Uh, who is Hulk? And he starts talking to him, and he's and Hulk's like, I don't know. He's like a scientist, so he's like standing back doing a scientific method and all that. He's like, I don't know if this is a good idea. I gotta outweigh the pros and cons. Iron Man, we, we we've done something similar in the past, but it didn't work out, so I don't know. And Iron Man's like, it's this or nothing. <laughs> we gotta take the risk. And then Hulk's like, yeah, you're right. We gotta take the rest of it. I looked at it more scientifically now. And and I'm on your side now, Iron Man. Then they start putting Jarvis into this thing. And some sort of, like, villain shows up and tries to stop him. And you're like, oh, of course, villain shows up. And Captain America shows up. And Thor. And they're mad, too. They start fighting Iron Man. Um, did you want to get your point <laughs> in here, chance? Oh, well, <laughs> I can understand why Cap and kind of the rest of because it's Scarlet Witch and Pietro as well, where they're like, yeah, guys, <laughs> Ultron has just declared war on the whole civilization. <laughs> Yeah. And we want to get another cybernetic <laughs> organism going out in the world where it could potentially kill us too, as it has a, a it has a, a mind of its own, which I can understand because honestly, sure. at this point, it's like do like, or die. Yeah, but egotism you know, as, really because yeah. they're like we know we're obsolete, but why mm. risk it and let everybody know? Because yeah. then we won't be as cool anymore. That's true. Yeah. That's true. I understand. And it's like, it's Iron Man, so maybe they thought he was just, like, gonna put a joke Jarvis in there. <laughs> that didn't do much <laughs> as, like, a prank. 
Because if anyone was going to do that, it's going to be Iron Man. Yeah, that's true. But, no, like, Hulk's, Hulk the scientist, of course, and Iron Man's a scientist, I think, or an engineer or something. Yeah, engineer and a scientist, yeah. Yeah, same diff, really, mm-hmm. jeez. Yeah. Some science and engineer majors are angry right now. But, anyways, <laughs> so Hulk's, like, A and Iron Man, scientist. It just, like, hit too close to home for me because the other Avengers, not scientists, come over and they're like, oh, stupid scientist. And oh, it's just like, it felt too real to me because <laughs> there's so many people today and throughout history. Like, all throughout school, we're taught, like, oh, here's where humans messed up, but the scientists tried to warn them. <laughs> but the humans still screwed it up. And we're still doing that to this day. So an Iron Man and Hulk scientist are like, hey, we should do this Jarvis thing. And Avengers get all whiny and whatnot. Uh, and I just didn't like it. I thought it was bad of the Avengers. Or the, they're like, oh, I don't want to be looked at as obsolete, but I want the world to be saved. I don't know. and But the, th- the cool thing about Vision was, like, that guy didn't even do anything yet. And, like, he walked on the scene. I don't... I remember, like, the scene happening in some club. And, like, Thor's hammer's just on the ground, I guess. I don't remember how that happened. And, like, Vision just walks over and picks it up. Like, it's no problem. This guy hasn't fought anybody, hasn't done anything. This is the first thing he does. <laughs> He picks up Forrest Hammer, which is supposed to be impossible unless you're worthy or you have to train many years. But no, this guy doesn't even have to fight anyone. He just picks it up. And the whole audience is like, what? Freaking out. A friend told me that people gasp in the theater. Really? Yeah. So people knew this was serious when this guy picked up (laughs) Thor's hammer. Um, (laughs) it just basically showed that Thor's obsolete right then and there, and he's not needed anymore. But they're making another movie of him. Why aren't they making a Vision movie? This is true. I generally think Vision is a lot more interesting than Thor. Jesus. Mm. All that blonde hair swishing and (laughs) stuff. (laughs) <laughs> I don't think I've seen any Thor movies actually, not, um, except for Avengers. So maybe that's it. I don't yeah, know. I'm pretty terrible when I, when I, when it comes to these superhero movies because, for like the Avengers universe, I've only seen like half the movies. Like I've seen one Captain America. None of the Thors. I have seen all the Iron Mans, and I've seen the Avengers. But then I've also seen, like, the Ant-Mans and the Doctor Strange, like, Avenger movies where people are, like, disgusted with it. But I'm like, I thought it was okay. <laughs> That's how ignorant I am, people. Like, I know I'm not supposed to like Ant-Man, yet I what? liked Ant-Man. That movie was great. Well, when I told people I saw Ant-Man, you're the first person to be like, that movie's great. Everyone else is like, you're not supposed to see Ant-Man. That was a joke. 
Oh my god! Okay, well, for those people who thought it was a joke, clearly they have not read the material. Because you know what? <laughs> Hank Pym was the first one who united the Avengers. Not Captain America, people! I love Captain America, don't get me wrong. But it was Hank Pym. Yeah. But you thought the same about Doctor Strange, though. That you oh, didn't no. like Doctor Strange. I haven't gotten into that character. So, to me... Shouldn't I that really mean have... you should watch the movie more, then, to learn about him? I mean, yeah. And I've been told that the the comics are actually really good and really weird and uh, mm. the mystic and cosmic magic that goes on in there is uh, kind of creepy as well as interesting and really cool. So, I've been... Wanting to read some of Doctor Strange's stuff. But the movie, um, I don't know why I didn't go see it. I just, I just kind of, I've never really been interested in Doctor Strange. I remember you giving me crap about it, though, when I saw it in theaters. Did I? You're like, uh, Doctor Strange. Uh, Tori recommended it to us, and you're like, uh, Tori, what do you know? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Yeah, I remember. Maybe Tori will back me up on this. Oh, I'm I don't sorry. remember. Like, you were just. I think you just had a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah. Dr. Strange put a probably. strange taste in your mouth and you didn't like it. <laughs> now, back to Avengers. Yeah. I want to talk about Hawkeye for a second. Because I feel bad for this guy. Like, no one likes him. <laughs> And, like, it's not his fault he has a bow and arrow. That's what he's good at. Mm -hmm. And, like, what, you don't want him to, you want him just not to do anything? I don't know. <laughs> They're just like, oh, bow. But then when uh, Katniss has a bow, everyone's like, oh, my God, bow and arrows <gasps> are so true. cool. But then Hawkeye comes on the scene. And Hawkeye and Katniss both have animals in their names. So they're basically the same character, almost. But they both have both... One's loved and one's hated. <laughs> I'm... But I'm gonna... Hawkeye, I'm gonna be on your side, and I'm gonna not gonna be on Katniss's side. Because I don't want to be on... I want to be on the side with the scientists. Oh, I bet no. scientists would tell you that. Like, Hawkeye is way better than Katniss. Both have a bow, sure, but like Katniss. What? <laughs> what did she really? I mean, there was that one scene where she like slept in a tree, right? <laughs> I actually thought that scene was pretty cool where she slept in a tree. I was like, oh, she made a like little shelter. She did. That was like my favorite part of Hunger Games, I think. The first one? I did I don't remember which Hunger Games had that shelter, but of all the movies that I've seen, and I seen them all except for the last one. Yeah. That tree fort was my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a lock. It was kind of like a it was an extra big branch. And yeah. I guess her it was and cool. the little girl crap, what's her name? 
Well, they were sleeping together in a sleeping bag up on yeah. the tree. That was pretty cool because honestly, it is hard to climb that high in a in a tree. So, yeah, that's yeah. why it was the best scene. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. You know what bothers me about Hunger Games, and I know this is waning off topics of Ultron and whatnot, but Woody Harrelson. It just bothered me so much that he was in that movie. It was like Stan Lee being in the Hunger Games. It like took me out of the movie every time Woody Harrelson was in a scene. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, Woody Harrelson is Stan Lee of Hunger Games. <laughs> like, I just don't want him to be there. Take me out of the movie. Like, I don't have anything against Woody Harrelson. Like, Kingpin is a pretty funny movie, right? But he doesn't need to be in Hunger Games. No. <laughs> Who else is in that movie that I don't approve of? Uh, Actually, I that's what Patrick? I liked about Hunger Games. Most of the people in the movie I didn't actually know, even though they're well-known people. Like the guy? Who's the main guy that like falls in love with Katniss? Oh, Josh Hutchison? Yeah. He's supposedly famous. Josh Hutchison and Liam uh, Hemsworth, you know, Thor's oh, right. brother. Like, there are two famous people that I didn't know that. Yeah. I I saw Battle Royale. Mm, yeah. Um, before, like, long time ago, but before Hunger Games. And that, that was a lot more, like, Hunger Games is PG-13, right? I mean, technically, but there's a... In the book, it's definitely not PG-13, because there's mm. a lot of gore and shit. They had to cut down a lot. Well, that's probably what, what, what... That's what, like, why Deadpool, these rated R, like, movies are mm -hmm. so much better than the PG-13 movies. And it's not because it's more violent. Though, yeah. maybe that is the reason. I don't know what the reason is now that I because think about it. Because it's not it. being held back. Yeah, that right. getting a story where it's not censored. No, I want a full-out NC-17 superhero movie where it's just... Like, you ever see the movie Orgasmo? No. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's the uh, guys from South Park before they had South Park, I think. And, like, he's this, like, Mormon guy that goes around, and I think he, like, knocks on, like, his household of this, like, porn studio, and, like, they needed, like, him to fill in or something. They got him to fill in somehow. Oh? And he became a superhero in the porn series called... Oh. Called Orgasmo. And that was a superpower. Orgasms. With yeah. superpower. I think so. I, it's been a long time since I've seen it. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I don't know how I got onto Orgasmo from Hunger Games, but well, from Avengers to <laughs> Hunger Games, comparing Hawkeye to Katniss. <laughs> well, who? There's another person that has a bow. Oh, the guy from Walking Dead. Everybody likes him the most. Norman Reed's guy, his character. Have you seen Walking Dead? He has a bow. <laughs> or no, a crossbow. I have no knowledge of that show. 
Yeah, well, now you do. There's a crossbow guy that everybody loves. So there's two people with bows that everyone loves, but then Hawkeye comes along, and they're like, Jeremy, whatever Renner. his name is, Renner, he's... <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> I don't know. At least Arrival's supposed to be really good. I haven't seen it yet, so... Hawkeye hasn't destroyed his career. <laughs> I think people have issue with the actor more than the character, though. Mm. So kind of... Yeah. So what do you think about this whole... Who do you like more, Hawkeye or Katniss? Well, I connect better with Katniss, but I have nothing against Hawkeye. I think he's okay. He's not the most interesting, I find. How do you connect with Katniss? Um, the, well, I read the books uh-huh. quite a few times, so I've kind of... Because you end up loving the characters as you get to read more or watch more of movies or TV shows. Mm-hmm. So you kind of connect with them, and sometimes you see yourself in these characters in in certain situations you're just saying that because it's jennifer lawrence no no that's the thing <laughs> i actually the other day i was like you know what i do like jennifer lawrence but she is not my favorite who's your favorite what celebrity crush you mean or just actresses and actors i both <laughs> there's such a long list of no. celebrity crushes but um Actress-wise, ooh. Kathy Griffin. Kathy Griffin. (laughs) She's pretty cool. I'll (laughs) I'll give you that. (laughs) How is she pretty cool? The best movie she was in was Pulp Fiction. And that's... (laughs) Shit, she was in that? (laughs) Okay. Kathy Griffin is the Stanley of Pulp Fiction. (laughs) (laughs) Though, luckily, Pulp Fiction is such a great movie, I let it slide. <laughs> so, the scene, now we're moving on to Pulp Fiction, everybody. So, there's a scene where Butch is running away from Marcellus, and he drives up to, like, the stoplight, and Marcellus just happens to be walking around with a box of donuts, and he turns, sees Butch, and he's like, Motherfucker! Yeah, yeah. And... Butch slams on the gas pedal, played by Bruce Willis, run, like, runs into him, and then crashes the car. And, like, Kathy Griffin runs over to Marcellus Wallace and is like, are you okay, mister? Someone rammed into you. And, and he's, and Marcellus like, who? And Kathy Griffin's just like, you know, she's trying her hardest. She knows that she's in an actual movie. She's trying to act. I understand. But... She points over to Bruce Willis, or Butch, that guy, (laughs) or he went over there, and it's just kind of almost laughable, but it almost, you almost totally forget Kathy Griffin's in the movie, because what comes up after that is one one of my favorite, at least, uh, like, action slash chase scenes, where Marcellus and Butch are running through, like, this small town area and there's no music it just i don't know if i f- it feels really real like if that was to happen that's what it would be like with the like people screaming in the background no music and you know so i let it <laughs> i let kathy griff now i actually like 
have somewhat respect for Kathy Griffin because she was in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> Just because of that. <laughs> yeah. Like, everyone that was in Pulp Fiction, like, gets some sort of respect from me. Because Pulp Fiction was one of my favorite movies. Mm, so Classic. Like, what I, like, Pulp Fiction is, like, action, but it's also, like, just, like, dialogue scenes where it's just, like, this is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. (laughs) Yeah, um, I don't know. Can you think of any other, like, movies that has a Stan Lee in it? I want an example of your Stan Lee. Doesn't have to be, like... Jasmine doesn't have a dislike for Stanley as much as I do. And I don't even dislike Stanley. I just dislike his cameos in every movie. Apparently there's going to be a purpose for that, but that's just a fan theory. But anyway. <laughs> uh... Oh no, a Stanley movie. <laughs> um I hate cuz you have a point about the cameo things. I hate how movies do that in general, because it's like, really? Did we need this 15-second cameo of Drew Barrymore drinking (laughs) a beer with uh, Sasha Baron Cohen? Where's this? What does this have any What movie is that? I don't know. I just made it up. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I just hate that situation, because you're just like, does this actually help the plot of the movie? No. It does not. (laughs) <laughs> like sometimes it really works like Zoolander had a ton of cameos even the oh, second one had a ton of cameos and like they were very enjoyable to see especially like B- David Bowie just showing up and being like the uh what were they doing they were like doing a stage walk off mm. fashion thing and like David Bowie is the judge and that's just like just gold right there cause David Bowie <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is. It's David yeah. Bowie. And, like, in, uh... Ah, crap, what's that movie? <laughs> where the two... The, where the magicians and, like, David Bowie... Yeah, Prestige. And David Bowie's, like, Tesla. Like, pretty much any cameo of David Bowie. <laughs> David Bowie <laughs> is the anti-Stan Lee of movies. There. Because he was in uh, Labyrinth, too, and everyone loves yeah. that, too. I so, love that movie. Can I can we think of a David Bowie cameo that no one liked? No, you can't. Cuz he's the anti Stanley. Anti Lee. I think that's pretty good for that for this uh uh what do we call these sliders? Yeah. Unless you got some something to add? No, I just find these cameos frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no talk. need for them, people. Well, not not no need. I just explained how David Bowie was needed. No, as in the pointless ones, because we get a lot of those. Hmm. I guess. I think magic. I don't know. I think I have to think more about it. Yeah. Like if like Stan Lee cameos. <laughs> 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 Spider Man One, Tobey Maguire, Stan Lee cameo. I enjoyed that. I was like, oh, that's Stan Lee. He created this. That's pretty interesting that they would put him in. But now it's decades later. (laughs) And he's still showing up. And I'm like, (laughs) yes, Stan Lee, I know. I I know, Stan Lee. It's going to be okay. (laughs) Guys, don't forget. 
I created these characters. You know what? I have to say, it's not even Stanley's fault, I think. I think it's it's really when I'm in the theater <laughs> and it happens and I like see the rose in front of me, like pointing out that it's Stanley. Like everyone's raising their hand and like pointing at the screen and like whispering to their significant other, like, "Oh, that's Stan Lee." Did you see it was Stan Lee? I didn't that probably like I have like this built up rage towards like the other theater people, and I just directed at Stan Lee. So the reason why you hate these Stan Lee cameos are technically the people in the theater. Yeah, what a plot uh... twist, huh? Shit. Yeah, that this was a good therapy session for me. My Stan Lee anger issues. I think I have like a new respect for Stan Lee now just because I've made that connection. Like I've always knew like I always made fun of the people that I'd pointed out, but I think that's where my anger lies. Mm -hmm. And I just those people don't have names to me. So I have to associate with the name and that's Stan Lee. Rosebud. (laughs) Stan Lee is Rosebud. (laughs) (laughs) all right i'm Uh, heading stop all right i'm stopping